Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. Back on home soil. Just in time that the turkey didn't spoil. Hockey's back and it's oh so sweet. Weird Mike's wearing a lot of moose, but that's okay with me. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. It is uh, our 31st episode for week six in the NFL. We're right in the thick of it. Uh, I love it just when you walk outside. It's football weather. Uh, it's back. good, nice to be home on Canadian soil. Uh, we got the voice of God, Brent Waits, keeping it real. How are you, Lord? I'm fantastic, Jeffrey. Perfect. We are in Centennial Studios, the home of weird Michael, uh, who, if you are in the uh, east western Toronto area and you're looking for moose, <laughs> if you went to your local store, I think Mike took the whole shelf. He's currently wearing it as a hat. But the guy's hot. If you like making dough in the new legalized world of sports gambling, listen to Weird Mike. How are you, Weird Michael? I am excellent, and I am uh, moose-free, both <laughs> in the freezer and in the hair. That's, that. That's water and a $30 comb, brother. <laughs> All right? You splurge on some product, doesn't hold up. I wasn't you? making fun of you. I'm a product guy. I, mean, I haven't worn a hat since Vietnam. All right? And they made you wear one back then. <laughs> Back in Nam. Good morning, Vietnam. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving, boys. Uh, did a solid job at the studio uh, holding up the show. It was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks to Huck Media for making it happen. Because we are an international team uh, bringing you the, what we think is the best, smartest, funnest football show in the gosh darn world. And uh, whether we're in the islands or uh, here in Toronto, ni hao, priviet, hola, bonjour, hello, Thank you for joining us on Look Who's Talking. We're having fun. We hope you are too. Uh, it was Canadian Thanksgiving up here, which is always a blast. And uh, I actually went to a community center. Yeah, baby. Had, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. We joined the Waits family. I'm in the wedding family for uh, Voice of God's brother, Craig. Some people think he's my son. Uh, some people are dumb. And I, I tend to fib a lot when I'm hosting SWS ski shows. Uh, he's not my son. He's just a great friend. He's always been a brother. And Thanksgiving was a lot of fun. Yeah, outstanding time. Yeah, yeah, just showed up at uh, the local community center there. I don't, and, yeah, I don't beautiful think, meal. I mean, you're, we came in with Scott Waits, pretty hot. Your dad, quite hot. Uh, we were in the back of a pickup truck driving through a small town with red wine and in, in red solo cups. Everyone else got there in a really regular fashion. Yeah, <laughs> was, yeah. We also came in uniform. Yeah, team plaid. And everyone's like, I didn't get the memo. Solid visual you set there, right? I thought so. Um, yeah. Anyway, Thanksgiving was a lot of fun. Everyone was sure. I literally, I had seven strangers come up to me and just to tell me that I, they noticed that I hadn't gone up for the pumpkin pie yet. <laughs> seven different people, like, hey, did you know that they have pumpkin pie? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. That was on purpose. Right. I didn't either. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not. A, I don't like pumpkin pie. No, stuffing is fantastic. Of course, more stuffing, less pumpkin pie. We pumpkin about pie this. was the piece that cost me a big cleanup at my Thanksgiving. <laughs> Went home for the holidays, big Sunday dinner. Everybody's passed out. You got to score your leftovers. But you got to play Thanksgiving leftover Jenga, putting the cranberries on top of the pumpkin pie and making sure the turkey's stuffed in and the fridge is just all kind of just one big block of anything can go right. at any time. And I pulled out the pumpkin pie and there she came down. Cranberries everywhere. Green beans on the socks. Oh, God. See, this is what I'm far from talking about. Those are two things right, right there that I don't think anyone really even likes. You yeah, got cranberry, cranberry sauce. It's always just left. That's why them. you were putting it away because nobody far from touched it. Also, the pumpkin pie. I have a theory on pumpkin pie, which is a lot like eggnog, which is also gross. Okay. Yeah, you, you like eggnog? Yeah, I bought some. What do you mean? You bought <laughs> I bought some. Apparently, it's in stores now. It's the earliest I've we, ever seen it. We I stocked up. We spoke about this during Thanksgiving. Uh, when I was getting c combated with uh, pumpkin pie requests. And I'm like, look, if it was that good, we'd have it the rest of the year. All right? Which I agree with. It wouldn't just be a one-year time of the year thing. Just like eggnog. No thanks. It's gross. 320, 364 other days of the year. I will not have some today. It is very polarizing. I'll give you that. On Christmas morning, I, I'll just have coffee. And I'll, so, mimosa's pretty good. Also, though, why don't you drink that more? I think eggnog's got a 65-day season. Love an eggnog, baby. <laughs> November 1, and then uh, the 2, so 30, 31 December, 
Throw in the first few days of January before the kids go back. There's some eggnog. He's got 65 days to I don't think anyone really likes eggnog. Message us. Follow us. If you follow us on Facebook, uh, at Look Who's Talking, or on Instagram, at Hughes Talking, H-U-S Talking. If you can't spell that, I'm, I'm surprised you found the show. <laughs> um, anyway, we appreciate all the support. We're growing, and we love it. And it's all thanks to you guys. Uh, we got a lot of uh, sit-down peers, by the way, voice of God. Everyone's with you on that. Um, sit peas? Yeah, a lot of sit peers. Love it. Good to uh, hear. Yeah, I, our, I like from check. our buddy like Dewey and, and uh, C-Mac and a couple other guys to like just a whole bunch of our random look who's talkers around the world. It's a revolution, Smart baby. Smartphones have made a lot of sit-down peers. Oh, yeah. I live sort of in the woods on Lake Rosso in a cottage, and I I walk buck naked all the time when I just pee right off the porch. Yeah, you mostly don't pee in a toilet. That's I, the issue. Yeah, I also like yodel just because I can. Like It's the real like sort of Braveheart morning stretch I do while peeing. No hands. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you were around indoor plumbing more, yeah. you'd probably be a sit peer. I don't. After listening to the whole pee debate, I will no longer be sit peeing. Okay, I deuce enough. Those enough sits in a day. Smith, you smith enough. I smith, deuce, fill in the adjective. I'm worried about my potty posture. I seen one of those Insta clips, those 60 seconds, how you're sitting on the, the can, how poor your posture is. So no more sit peas for Weird Mike. We're standing like a big boy. There you go. Uh, protect your back. Like straight up, I, I honestly went for a Smith the other day, came back, and three baseball teams were eliminated. <laughs> the playoffs barely seemed like they started. Anyway, did you guys watch the fight? No. Oh, you, the, you didn't watch the fight? The fight no, and the fight was, after the fight? I was away oh, from my God. the elements. Ripping and, uh, stuff. First of all, it started at 115. <laughs> Crazy late. McGregor came out in a shroud of green smoke. It was, it was like WWE had a Vegas show for Connor's entrance. And it delivered. It went four rounds. As soon as the third round happened, everybody was like, all right, we got our money's worth. And then he, we all know what happened. I can't believe he did it. Yeah. You know what? It just didn't surprise me. I feel, feel like this stuff would probably happen more. I'm actually surprised it doesn't. It's like someone who speeds, you know, 350 days a year. I'm looking at you, McGilvery, and you finally get a speeding ticket. And you, he came home one time, and he's this, a guy I live with in China and here in Toronto. And uh, the doctor, as we call him, he speeds every day by like, you know, 50 to 60. He's a pretty safe driver, but, uh, you know, he speeds. He came back with a speeding ticket, and he's like, man, he was so rattled. And I'm like, look, imagine I could just tell you, hey, for two straight years, you're going to speed like a demon, okay? And it's going to cost you 250 bucks to do it. You'd pay it. And let me tell you, it fixed his day. Okay, you are hosting warriors fighting in a cage. You're telling me this is the first time a fight's broken out? Anyway, not expected. What I took from the entire weekend is that when Khabib was a kid, he fought a bear. Yeah, that was amazing. Saw <laughs> like, that video. Wrestled a real bear. Start he deserves to win. Anyway, good for you, Khabib. Uh, yeah, Huck Media, our producer. Massive, massive fantasy. We'll get into that a bit later. I think he broke records. Uh, Huck, what was your fantasy total this week? I'm the commissioner. It was a buck ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> point something. A buck ninety nine. He missed two. He missed two hundo by like a, a, a I reception. I thought he was gonna crush it, but so yeah, it's the I. highest score I've ever seen. Anyway, out of boy Huck. Yeah, Huck Media. No stash, still killing it. One ninety eight point nine. Because his kicker missed extra points, he got negative points. How about them kickers, boys? How about them kickers? That threshold. How about them kickers, man? We're gonna draft our boys later. Yes, we You'll are. You'll be surprised with one of mine. Now, Graham Gano crushed a 63-yarder and uh, crushed the Giants, you know, the Giants' chances of a comeback. Now, listen, don't quit on teams before they quit on themselves. This is an important thing, okay? You can look at a team and be like, they're done. If they're 1-7, they know they're done. If they're 1-3 or even 1-4 in, in a crappy division, they don't know they're finished yet. Even if you, the better or the onlooker, or the fantasy player, whatever you want to call yourself, just because you've decided they're finished. So just remember that going into these week six games, you can usually find some lines that are a little bit advantageous. Don't quit on teams before they've quit on themselves. The New York Giants have not quit on themselves yet. They were a rocket 
shit field goal away from beating one of the best teams in the league in their own barn. Also, a horrible uh, pass interference call on that last drive. The Giants' defensive backs were going for the ball. Anyway, they have not quit on themselves yet, and as well as a couple other teams. Don't quit on teams or even people in your life. Don't quit on things too early, okay? It'll come pretty naturally when maybe it's time to quit something, all right? If you've been trying to be a, uh, you know, an actor for 25 years, all right? And you're still a waiter. You know what? That's a lot of debt you got. Maybe, 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 maybe shut her down. You know, you gave her 25 years. Quarter century, All right? probably time. I saw a mock draft that's already got the Giants picking first next year. And you know what? That's quitting on a very talented team too early. Giants are not going to finish worst in the league, barring a lot of injuries. Don't quit on them. Their season, I'm not quitting on the Giants. Their season hit this last year. The Philadelphia kicker kicked a 61-yarder. Like week four or five. That is true. And Gano kicks a 63 career long NFL tie almost. The kid in Philly does it to the Giants after a miracle comeback. It's true. And what did they do last year? They went into the tank and wound up with the second overall pick. So this Thursday game is huge. Is they, got, they got Pat Shermer as a coach. And he's, in my, in my opinion, I think he's a better coach than Ben, you know, McAdick. You know? <laughs> uh, and is, they are, I mean, he, you know. He's Eli made, sucks. He made that's, the Vikings. That's the common denominator. Uh, he sucks, I'm, and so it's I'm time to move on. See, and this, and I can't, I'm, yeah. this ties in Darnold. with what I'm talking about. Eli doesn't know he sucks yet. One of, that, one of those pivotal interceptions last week was totally Shepard's fault. Ran the wrong route. Basically stopped running his route. Uh, I'm not saying Eli's great. I'm just saying... He hasn't quit on this team yet this year because he probably realizes this is his last year to sort of prove himself before the Giants kind of have to move on. And if he doesn't want to retire yet, which I don't know if he does or doesn't, I just know that me personally, I would want to decide when I'm retiring, especially if I got two shiny rings of beating the Patriots. I, I think I've earned that. But his play might not show that, as you're saying. I don't think he's ready to quit on himself. Don't quit on him yet until he does. From I, a betting and fantasy perspective, quit on him. <laughs> All As right. a person, maybe outside of that, that's up to you. I think Eli is going to quit and realize that he's not as good as he is, or the league thinks he is, when his big brother Peyton says, Hey, Eli, you're done. Move on. By the way. Okay, Peyton. There was, there, there was a, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Peyton's still so funny. <laughs> and that's it. And um, we're thinking way too into it. He's going to play till Peyton tells him. You know what? If it wasn't for him sitting, he'd be chasing Favre's record for consecutive games. I'll get into that a bit later. All right. The Lord is here. It's a holy day. Moving on to our news that matters. The voice of God. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Thank you. Thank you, Jeffrey. The news that matters. We're taking it back to Monday Night Football. Huge game between the Saints and the Redskins. Mr. Drew Brees only needed 201 yards to become the all-time NFL passing leader, passing Mr. Brett Favre and Peyton Manning. It was a pretty safe assumption that he was going to do it. He, you know, puts up 350 on the reg. But, uh, yeah, what was a little surprising was how quickly he did it. Uh, so his family was all in the building, his, his wife, his daughter, and three sons. And, yeah, they had to come down before halftime because he was, I think he was like 20, 30 yards away with like, the last two minutes of the first half and yeah why not go out why not get the record in style and throw up a 62 yard touchdown pass to rookie Traquan Smith um just to just run it in and you know it's the best way it could have happened because if he just had it completed it down right it's hard to really stop a game but he they stopped the game you know all of it's in in uh New Orleans in front of the home crowd they lose their minds and it was a pretty special moment you know watching that as a sports fan you know, passing greats like Farvin Manning, pretty awesome. Um, you know, he immediately runs the sideline. There's the the guy with the white gloves from Canton, from the Hall of Fame, to collect the ball, which where it will go. And Shouldn't then I, the president have somebody holding the ball for him? He looked like a weirdo with those white gloves, they, holding they just, that ball as the president. Like he should have been shaking hands, not holding the ball like the lackey. He's, it was. He's the, the only one that can be trusted. But uh, the funniest bit was after an exchange, he, he gives him the ball and he hands him like, "Congratulations!" Like you just completely, you know, it's the his his 
it looked like he just won an award at a book fair (laughs) for the dentist. It was like this Mickey Mouse, like print shop, like word art. I swear. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the participant award in grade two recess. Yeah. (laughs) So we might not even be sure that's the real ball because did you see him when he ran across the line? He just dropped the ball behind him like it was a spring game. Right. He didn't. And he ran away from it like that ball was up for grabs for some time. Enough uh, cameras. I'm. I'm assuming it was the real ball. There, the, there was a great meme, by the way, that showed. You probably saw it. It was like Peyton Manning, like you know, when he hears the Drew Brees pa- like pass the record, he's like, "Oh, way to go, Drew. Good for you." And there's some random picture of Brett Favre, who looks like he just got mugged. Yeah. And he's like, "I'm coming out of retirement." <laughs> not okay with it. Not yeah. Handing it off gracefully. Um, but yeah, another historic night. Uh, there's been a couple milestones in the league in the season thus far. Um, but yeah, Mr. Tom Brady, shortly after we recorded last week's episode on Thursday night, threw his 500th regular season touchdown to Mr. Josh Gordon. It was a beauty. It looked like some vintage Brady DeMoss play. He had a ton of time in the pocket. I haven't seen him have that much time in the pocket in since Moss. And yeah, just aired it out into double coverage yeah. and the freak of nature. Mr. Josh Gordon, 420, blazed that shit up himself came down with it <laughs> like a boss I never seen somebody get so excited in a regular season moment you were jumping up and down here i got about a 10 foot ceiling you were you were up there man yeah he's, well he's already up, up I mean, there no, to begin it's, with it's, it's a it's a beautiful play it's a record it's josh Gordon's first touchdown as a patriot and brady also set a record with that because now he has now thrown touchdown passes to 71 receivers uh over his career which is pretty insane they uh, i saw a sort of a picture of all of the different names on the jerseys, half of which you forgot ever even played in the league. Right. But yeah, he managed to squeeze in a touchdown pass to them. 23 to Randy Moss all in one year. Yep. Uh, moving on. The the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles. Bit of a bit of a Super Bowl hangover they've got on themselves. They continue their rough start of their season uh, with a tight loss to the Vikings and now move to 2-3 and three on the year. Um, also, rough news. They lost uh, Jay Ajayi, their starting running back, for the remainder of the year. He is wow. out with a torn ACL. Um, I mean, they have a bit of a you know running back committee there, but he's definitely a key piece of that and was in that that offense. So you know, you look at the coordinators that are gone. Uh, you know, Alshon hasn't played yet. Torrey Smith is gone. You know, quite a few bodies. Like it's it's definitely a different looking team. Um, you know, a lot of rumors coming out that they're in the LaShawn McCoy market. They have, in fact, made contact with Buffalo. Buffalo was very uh, noncommittal as to whether that has happened, but they definitely did not deny it. Um, and, yeah, would uh, I, I'd definitely be interested to see Shady get the hell out of Buffalo. And, What's he uh, worth, the third rounder, fourth rounder? Oh, I don't think they'll let him go for, like, a, either, two, you know, it's a, a lot. second or a third, maybe. Like, yeah, probably a premier second, back. Probably a second. Um, second, if he goes, I bet it's over two and a half. I bet it's just three. You get, you get one, two, or and, or any live player. <laughs> okay, but yeah, you get any live blood, and the first two rounds. And I bet Shady wants to go too. Oh, let's yeah. be honest. He's, like, he's he's like, Chip Kelly's gone. That was a long time ago. He so might have made the call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eagles are in. Eagles he calls are in. The, yeah. He calls the California the, the Buffalo GM. You know, like, hey, this is uh, Howie Roseman. <laughs> LaShawn, we're in the same dressing room this right now. Dr. Rithjian? Yeah. <laughs> and if he went, I'd be okay with it. I'm yeah, not man. like anti him. Of course. Not, yeah. Not yeah. He served his time. He got us to the playoffs. Some good years. You know? Sure, he's got yeah. a couple years left. We're a couple years away. Well, Whatever. yeah. The Bills, yeah. The Bills are, you know, they're in Seems rebuild mode. They don't need an expensive back into his 30s. Eagles are in win now mode. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, and, you know, it takes a little bit of pressure off Carson Wentz, who is, he's back, but he's, you know, Struggling. I wouldn't say he's 110% just yet. Um, also called, by the way, before week one, uh, you guys looked at me funny. I said Minnesota and Philly would not make the playoffs. That was my bold call week one. Yes, I definitely disagreed with it heavily. Um, but yeah, Minnesota looks like they're definitely on track to do that. Uh, but a couple other quick... You like that! Other couple quick headlines. Uh, yeah, big week for kickers. As Gra- as Mr. Hewlett uh, mentioned, Graham Gano, 63-yard bomb uh, to win the game against the Giants as clock... As the clock ran down, um, on the opposite end of the spectrum, Green Bay, Mr. Mason Crosby oh missed God. four field goals and an extra point. Uh, they lost by less than the points that that would have been. So <laughs> yeah. He could have missed a field goal. He could have went one for five and the extra point miss, and they still would have won. Yeah. 
Uh, not a good look for Mason Crosby, um, who otherwise has had you know a pretty solid career, and luckily he's not like a rookie because he'd be done in the entire league. Right, he's playing arena football in Bermuda. Uh, but yeah, so, I mean, you know, it's funny. I was driving to Turtle Jacks uh, up in Muskoka, by the way, and I'm the, I'm about to watch the game, and all of a sudden it says on my phone on the Score app, it says. Crosby has meltdown, misses three, like, you know, misses three, four field goals, meltdown. Sometimes the high, like the uh, headlines can really mess with you. It's kind of yeah. funny. The general rule is if you miss three kicks in a row, you're gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, uh, he's got one kick. He's got one game. Like yeah. next week, be- it's Monday night. They're hosting the Niners. He's going to miss it. If, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> he's the new Blair Walsh. Yeah. Cros- and somebody else will pick him up and he's going to do the same next year. Right. And we'll be talking about this next year. Uh, yeah, I blame Aaron Rodgers for that loss, probably more than him. <laughs> but uh, me too. On. Score some touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, last little nugget of the week. Uh, for the first time in the Super Bowl era, all four or four rookie QBs led their teams to wins this week. Uh, Mr. Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold, and Josh Allen all got W's on the board against you know they were definitely not the betting favorites, but they pulled it off. So congrats, rookies. Do you think there's anything that bugs Lamar Jackson more than being left off that list that says <laughs> the word all? You know? <laughs> like, he's heard this all week. Like, all the wow. rookies won. He has, and, but he, to be fair, he's not starting yet. No, I get it. But, like, I mean. But, yeah, it's, it's got a I bet first round. It rattles him. He, he might be, because Flacco had a bit of a. He's got to learn how to so throw like yo, a man. What would that parlay have paid? Those were all four dogs. Oh, my God. You put, like, 40, 50 bucks on that? Over a G, easy, easy. Wow, Bog, start spreading some of that love beforehand, man. Don't be. He likes old. a couple games I'd this be, week. He said, "I'd be, I might not be doing this podcast if I knew that was going to happen." <laughs> Vegas with Dan Bilzerian. Voice, what's, of, what's Voice of God was spitting some hot fire. We might have the holy pick every week or something. You know, <laughs> you, could, uh, you can call in like a holy pick once or twice a year, like yeah. this divine intervention that right. trumps the Christmas pick, the yeah, Easter yeah, pick. I love it. There you go. Good stuff. Um, Start thinking about week 12, VOG. All right, thank you for the news that matters. Voice of God. Um, watch your head on the ceiling, bro. You know, it's uh, it's up there. It's happened. Yep. All right. Now, look. Sometimes uh, sometimes life is going to come across some big problems, okay? It's important to realize that you have a big problem. That's how you'll get it fixed. You might need a full operation. Might be a write-off. You might need to replace the whole thing. That leads us into our truth of the week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Folks, if you have a big problem in life, fix it. If you have a broken arm, Band-Aid's not going to do it. Two teams last year realized they had a problem, or at least thought they did. The Washington Redskins and the Kansas City Chiefs. In football, if you don't think you have your quarterback, that is a major problem. There's two ways that you can fix it. Even a couple years ago, they didn't like Cousins enough to sign him to a long-term contract. They franchised him. Kansas City, what, they made the playoffs. They went out, and they got Patrick Mahomes, where even last year, we said his arm's special. Not sure if the kid's special, but he has something Alex Smith doesn't. He's a total overhaul, full operation on a big problem. Wash the Redskins. Just like your buddy in life who never fixes himself properly when he's got something wrong, like a job that sucks or, anyway, something big. They went with a Band-Aid. Let's sign a four-year, $90 million Band-Aid named Alex Smith. And if you watched the game on Monday night, which I'm sure you did because it was the Drew Brees celebration game, which we called here, by the way. Gold pick, well done. Gold pick. New New Orleans. Take it. It's because Alex Smith throws baby ducks. That's <laughs> a real problem as an NFL quarterback. You got a Band-Aid on your team. You're one of the richest franchises in the entire league. I'm not sure why you've been let off so easily by the entire media world and fandom. Maybe it's because no one wants to say your team name. Maybe it's because you signed Josh Norman and he's not worth the money because defensive players, for the most part, aren't. Okay? But you know where the problem that you do have to fix or you don't even have a Farvin chance? Okay? By the way, folks, if you, if you uh, just started listening this season, we replaced the F word with, the, with Favre a long time ago. You probably Favre and figured that out by now. <laughs> well, Alex Smith, Favre and sucks. And we said that before. We'll say it again. 
If you have a big problem in life, don't get a Band-Aid. It's not going to work. We saw it on Monday night. Now, this is leading into our picks this week, which a couple of them seem like trap picks. But you know what? Sometimes Vegas gets trapped in their own trends. We'll get to that a bit later. But sometimes you can see a trap pick and just kick the trap over. It's not going to work this week. Truth of the week. You got a big problem? Fix it. Band-Aids don't work for broken arms. You're watching Patrick Mahomes after a full franchise operation, and you're watching Alex Smith as a Band-Aid get embarrassed on Monday Night Football. Drew Brees hugging his kids, taking balls from white glove dudes. Alex Smith is wondering whether he's even going to play another couple years because he can't do it. Jay Gruden, you're on the hot seat, bud. It's not your fault, though. Your GM messed up. Band-Aids don't work. Woo! All right, we're having our... Uh, we have a couple of fun drafts on uh, this show every week. Um, three of us are involved in a big fantasy uh, draft that we'll talk about in a second. Huck had a massive week. Um, I got Joe Mixon back, which is huge. But uh, last year, we had uh, our boys draft. Basically, we're sick and tired of other guys on other shows just saying, oh, this guy's my boy. And really, you didn't really like him until he got you know super famous and super awesome. So we try to pick guys, at least this year specifically, pick guys that are not already established legends that uh, maybe don't have enough voice. They don't have enough backing, especially from the sports media world. Yeah. So we got your back. You're our voice. How about that? And we're going to draft you, just like we did last year. Huck Media is in, too. No musty, but he's given us three picks. By the way, Huck Media's Movember account, we are going to blow it up this year. Follow us on Twitter, at Jeff Hewlett, G-E-O-F-F-H-U-L-E-T, or at Fantasy V-O-G, or The Fantasy V-O-G. The Fantasy V-O-G. Love that. You're like Ohio State. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. I I wish I was the Jeff Hewlett, but then I'd feel dumb. Just like the blue check mark. Like, who cares? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, at Weird Mike NFL? Weird Mike 24. Weird Mike 24. Weird 24 hours a day, baby. Yeah. At Weird Mike 24. So we're having our boys draft. Um, We didn't really have a winner last year because we didn't really figure out the rules. No, 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 no. We discussed this pregame, and you can't lead it with that. Well, yes, I, I clearly won. You didn't win. Based on the rules no, we set this year, it, I smoked it, it last no year with key. production it, and, you know, relative unknown. I'm going to dig it. it up to prove you so wrong. Most importantly, you can't just work a point structure that is retroactive. If this was worth something big, then For instance, I wouldn't be saying this. You picked this. a kicker. They you ch- automatically can't who dominated. Win. Put it this way. They, they changed the catch rule, right? Okay? You yeah. can't go back to previous games last year and be like, oh, the Steelers actually won that game against the Patriots. Or Tony Romo and Des Bryant actually won that game mm-hmm. uh, at Lambeau Field. Okay? That's, cause that, that's not how points work. Welcome to games. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I'm going to win again this year. That is most. So I get, uh, I get first pick then. For the uh, self-proclaimed win. How about that? No, no, no. Uh, here, we'll go, uh, we'll go Huck Media. Huck Media gets first pick. All right, Huck. First pick. Got to go with uh, uh, Marcus Mariota. Titans. Marcus Mariota. Love Titans it. fan. Underrated QB. I think this is the year he kind of either shows what he has or what he doesn't. Fair. All right. Interesting pick. Okay. All right. So, you talk about the fantasy VOG. We're talking the Ohio State. Michael Thomas, wide receiver, Saints. Got him on fantasy. Loved the college team. Loved the nose to the grind. He's going to buck out this year. We've been hyping him all year. I'm going with him. Uh, we will not inform the uh, Saints receiver that he's you're his boy. And I think he'll keep playing great. <laughs> um, also, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Voice of God. All right. Um, I mean, not that he's not getting a lot of love from the collective sports media right now, but if you listen to the fantasy special, he was my number one just pick of the draft, Mr. Patty Mahomes. Wow. All right. He's yeah. probably on your list. Uh, you know, of course not. I'm just saying he was good for like two years. Um, that's okay. You can, you can borrow him. I have him in fantasy, which is why I'm three and two and... Tied for second with like 11 other teams. But what are you going to do? Uh, okay. That's sweet. I wanted him anyway. I'm taking Matt Stafford. Okay. I have not given up on you, Matt, even though basically the entire football world has. You got two impressive wins this year. I don't really know what you're going to do with it, but I'm cheering for you. You're not just a pad statter or a stat patter, as they say. You're on, 
I got a lion on my team, and I like it. No, we'll go back to Huck. All right, second pick. I'm going to take... Uh, he is a bit tried and true, but probably highly underrated. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Packers receivers, by the way, have a ridiculous set of names. There's Geronimo, Dejarius, or something like that. and Marquez uh, Valdez. There we go. Yeah. Marquez <laughs> Valdez. Right. Scantling. But yeah. I like to drop the Scantling. You know. Marquez... Scantling? Mark. All right. Who's your next? <laughs> who's your next dude? I have another one. He's probably gonna get cursed. We're going to Ralph Wilson Stadium. You talk about kickers. No tougher place to kick. Coming off a game winner. Steven House Money Hauschka. There you go. He's my boy at a Orchard Park. All right. He just won the Bills a game. You know he's gonna win him another. He may or may not cost him one. But you know he's going to win him another. My buddy Phil actually went to university with him. Uh, Phil Marinovich. He went to school with him. And one day he just shows up. It's like his freshman year. And he's like, I'm going to make a lot of money. And he does a field goal in the apartment. Like just lines it up. He's like, I'm, I'm amazing at it. <laughs> he had never done it before freshman year. Wow. College. There you go. Haushka. Wow. What a cool nickname. Housh money. Housh money, baby. <laughs> All right. Voice of God. All right, I'm, uh, I'm going to go back to one of my guys last year. Um, and, yeah, one of my favorites, um, you know, for the news that doesn't matter. For the, all the right reasons, Mr. Juju Smith-Schuster, sticking in the AFC. Fant- Stud. Fantastic player. Beauty. Fantastic player. Hilarious. Juju Great sellies. Juju. Okay, I'm taking, uh, just because I can't take the Cleveland Browns GM, which after watching Hard Knocks, I farving love him. He's like the uncle that you'd love to have at Thanksgiving, just wearing his Cleveland Browns sweatshirt. So I'm taking the guy I picked. Baker Mayfield, baby. Welcome to Team Hewlett. Woo! Love your swagger. Spicy. Love the way you Elway that ball in. Not really sure what your career is going to be like, but I'm going to watch every game that I, that I can. You're exciting to watch, buddy. My third and final boy. I'm uh, digging into Weird Mike's team from last year. Whoa. I believe I'm going to take uh, Adam Thielen. Adam oh. Thielen also wears white gloves kind of awkwardly. <laughs> kind of proves Playing my... with an underrated QB, I think he's going to keep... He's got 100 yards in every game so far, and he's going to keep doing it. You like that. I love that soundbite. You like that. Huck's selection of Thielen validates my victory proclamation. Thank you, Huck. And nowhere does that... Yeah. Right, Boy Mo- number three. Moose Johnson, who you got? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the defensive side of the ball. You know Weird Mike loves him some defense. Old school, strong safety, beard and all. Eric Weddle, Baltimore Ravens. He'll force a fumble to change the complexion of a game. Ravens make the playoffs. Strong running game. Old school defensive players. I don't mean to jinx anyone, but I think he's going to get hurt in the next few weeks. There you go. <laughs> Knocking on wood, Eric. I got you. I knock on wood, He is too. old. He is old. He's old. Can't bounce old in the school. beard. Old school. Yep. All right. Moving on. Third, final pick. Uh, I'm a Pat's homer, not when it comes to betting or fantasy, but uh, I want to see Mr. Sony Michelle blow up in the final you know, three quarters of the season. Great Sony pick. Michelle, baby. Great pick. Uh, in honor of me changing my Super Bowl pick last week to the Pat Saints before they looked excellent this week. Fact. Uh, and in honor of uh, 1018, which we're coming up on, I'm taking Josh Gordon, baby. Yeah. He's going to be the MVP of one of these playoff games because they're not going to be able to scheme for him because the Pats ain't going to show him anything. Josh Gordon, welcome to Team Hewlett. Woo. It's one of the hardest games to pick this week, by the way. Quick recap. I got Hauschka. Thomas and Weddle. All right. Voice of God. Pat Mahomes, Juju Smith, and Sonny Michelle. Huck Media. Mariota, Adams, and Thielen. Andy Huckle, named after the kid from Toy Story, by the way. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a fact. That's a truth of the week bonus. And uh, <laughs> my guys, I got Matt Stafford. I didn't give up on you yet, bud. Baker Mayfield. I'm excited. And Josh Gordon. I like it. Blaze it up. <laughs> All right. Moving into our Hugh Picks. You. Oh, Trice, real name, no gimmicks. That is the sound of Hugh Picks. Hey, two winning weeks in a row. Let's go. Back at it. We're 3 2 and 1 with a dirty push on Sunday Night Football in the Houston Dallas game. Hey, at least Dallas decided to punt and gave me the push. But I've never seen two coaches try to lose a game so competitively. Fire them both. You got talented teams. I don't know what's going on. Bill O'Brien, 
He's got, I don't know, it's the chin or something. He can't see his play sheet. Anyway, gold pick this week, which we are. Uh, we want to pass three gold picks, by the way. We are fired up this week. Our gold pick. We got a team that's rolling, looking good, with a healthy Luke Keekley, who is the key to stopping the noodle arm band-aid of Alex Smith. But uh, I'm, you, Alex Smith and Washington Redskins are one-point favorites in Washington. Now, there's a trap game necessarily, because uh, apparently I'm missing something. I was talking to Weird Mike before the game, like, what am I missing? And he's like, it's the Monday Night Loser, right? Get embarrassed on Monday Night Football, the coronation game. They're going to win at home. No. Kick that bear trap over. Doesn't matter. It's not important. Carolina Panthers win outright on their way to a playoff chase. And Washington's going to realize they're done uh, a game or two from now. They're not going to win. One point is a deal. Love it. Silver pick. Take the Chicago Bears. Minus three at Miami. Miami. An absolute meltdown last week after their two-game road trip. They were up 14-0 in Cincinnati. That's a good win. They need that win. They're chasing the Patriots. They're not going to get the wild card. Anyway, meltdown game. Coming home, I don't think it's over it. It's like, you know, someone gets dumped on Labor Day weekend. All right? They're not ready to go party on Thursday night. <laughs> Bears are good, baby. Love the pick. Uh, yeah, Bears are good. Their point differential is a bit skewed. I don't think they're on their way to a Super Bowl. They did destroy the Bucks by a weird 50 points. Anyway, take the Bears minus three. That's a nice number. It's probably going to move up. Don't be afraid to take teams early if you like the number. Be sharp like that. And a lot of injuries are already reported. Not a lot of guys get hurt in practice. Number four. Or sorry, number three. We're taking the New York Giants on Thursday night football plus three. This is a do or die game for the Giants. I haven't quit on Eli yet because he hasn't quit on himself yet. Look, the Giants are a matchup problem for the, the Eagles. And with the injuries the Eagles are still facing, I don't love them. I don't love them in this game. I don't love them the rest of the season. Carson Wentz, yes, he will be. Uh, the better quarterback, I don't think Thursday night is going to be the night he proves it. I think Eli shows us why one more time. He's got a couple rings. He'll tell everyone who doesn't have rings to shut up until they put one on themselves. If you like it, then you should put a ring on it. <laughs> Number four. Um, I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers on Monday Night Football plus nine and a half. What Green Bay team have you seen lately that deserves to get nine and a half points at any point, I don't. Uh, I don't love it. Uh, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't love the Packers. Take San Francisco. You got a great coach. You got a pretty healthy team besides Jimmy Garoppolo. If Jimmy G was in the game, this would probably be a three and a half point spread. Are you telling me Jimmy G's worth six points? I don't. CJ beat hard. Hey, buddy, take your hand out of your pants and just go cover the spread. All right. No. Good old Iowa boy they, coming back to Big Ten country. You know, there you go, like right? It. And it's, Niners are a good dog. It's their biggest game of the year if they don't make the playoffs. It's at Lambeau on Monday Night Football. It's their uh, little Super Bowl going on. I get it. Bad favorite? Good dog. Nice puppy. All right. And number five, we're taking Oakland plus three in Seattle. Uh, or sorry, in uh, in England. The England game. <laughs> I know people don't like to take the England game. I'm taking it. I, I got a veteran-laden team in Oakland and a, pretty much a bunch of rookies in Seattle. Who's going to handle that Oakland trip and that England trip better? I'll take the vets. I'll take John Gruden in an absolute must-win game for Oakland. Again, they don't know they're done. They haven't quit on themselves yet. About one or two games from that. And number six, I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens. Minus two and a half at Tennessee. Does it seem like this team plays a lot? <laughs> These teams play a lot? They're... They're I've, not even the same division. I've never felt like a team belonged more in the same division than Baltimore and Tennessee. I feel like they play twice a year. That's not even possible. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm taking the Ravens. What's the I, line? It's two and a half. I'm taking the Ravens over Huck's boy, Mariota. Because uh, good looking kid. Not going to beat the Ravens. Terrell Suggs, probably the ugliest guy in the league. <laughs> he sizzle. Against one of the if better he's looking ones. He's coming for you, bro. I, I, I'm scared of that. Huck cut that. <laughs> Taking the Ravens, minus two and a half. They're on the way to the playoffs. Titans are on the way to probably missing the playoffs. Good start, Titans, but nope. You! All right. Uh, I took honors again, but Weird Mike, you did win last week. You have a great record. All right. Uh, I'm 12, 18, and 1. Okay. But we're going to give you a bonus pick uh, with the props later on this show, so hopefully I can get eight right and get right back on track with eight. No. So, Weird Mike, you got something weird for us, bud? 
Louis well, Johnson, baby. Gotta love our uh, host swinging for the fences, looking to get perfect. Let's go. Even up that record. We're staying hot with the weird pick. Loving that mini buy. The Purple People Eaters, Vikings. Road Dogs taking the W. Defending champs, revenge spot. They beat Philly last week. That's what he was talking about. Look for those weird angles. Revenge is real when it means a lot. Uh, I don't think the New England revenge spot is that big this Sunday night. That's I was thinking about taking the Chiefs with this weird pick. But revenge has to be in the playoffs or somebody scorned, a, like a lost star, something like that. Not, it, not a week one loss. Right. It's like Warrior Hogan. They're just two good guys right now. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well said. Thank you. So we're going to stay hot with the weird pick. We had the Vikes last week. And we're going to 5-1 and one this week with a look who's talking crowd favorite. The Wenches, the Pirates, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Famous Jameis back at the ship with a week off and two full weeks with his team. He reclaims that number one pick plus three and a half at the Atlanta, very, very not dirty Falcons right now. They are down, down, down. They had their mini season all year. I've been talking mini season, folks. It's a good way to look at a line and make some money. I like it. Atlanta couldn't stop a parked car right now. Atlanta has lost their mini season. Heads in the tank. The season is lost. Sure, some optimistic teams can come through one and four, one and five. But these guys, the Atlanta Falcons, were an inch from the Super Bowl. And that's all gone. They know what it takes, and they know they're not even in the same building. No. And they're all paid, and they're worried about next year. Bail on the Dirty Birds, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, famous Jameis. Hey, if they win, they are one game back at a division. Saints on a bye. Carolina in a dogfight. Tampa Bay keeps the weird pick rolling. Five and one. Hashtag wenches. Hashtag Raymond James. Hashtag weird pick. Hashtag stay hot. He does this in the group chat too. He does hashtags. <laughs> it's not social media. Oh, wrap was, it up. <laughs> I was rolling there. I could have gone for a long time. Right. He's back with the wenches, baby, where he belongs. Famous. To the promised land. And now the Atlanta Falcons owner can go back to playing a man in the game Clue. Arthur Blank with the candlestick in the library. A.K.A. Mr. <laughs> Peanut? Right. All right. We're going over to the voice of God with some fantasy Timbits. <laughs> oh, babe. <laughs> Timbits. Timbits, Tim had- whatever you want. <laughs> fantasy news, baby. The Saints and the Lions are on a bye week, so you probably got to fill in a couple of those slots on your rosters. A couple people that I am liking and available in quite a few leagues from the running back position, Mr. Alfred Morris. Listen, Breda is hurt every week, and the volume is going to be there, Alfred Morris. Mike Davis on the Seahawks. No team is running the ball more in the league than the Seahawks this year. Pick him up if he is available. Mark Walton had literally never heard that uh, name before last week. But in deeper leagues, worth a shot, third string running back for the Cincinnati Bengals. Sounds like the equipment trainer on the Clippers. <laughs> Might be. Uh, but yeah, Drew Bernard and Mixon are dealing with some lingering issues and you know may have some time out uh, in the future. Uh, moving to wide receivers, Kiki, Kiki Kuti. That's a fun one to say. Uh, but slot weapon on the Texans. Uh, he's been great since he sort of burst on the scene. Very talented receiver at a college. Grab him. Is that because Will, Fuller, Will Fuller's hurt? Or is he uh, well, playing he, as well? He's, he's, he's a bit of a Band-Aid, but they're, they're, Fuller and Hopkins are long long ball sort of stretch, field stretchers. Whereas he's a p- nice possession receiver. Kuti just owns that slot. He got the first touchdown on Sunday night, Kiki. Yeah, he did. Plus we love him. We love him. Do you love me? We're yeah. loving him. Big time, dog. Kiki on the might stage. Also, uh, Arizona Cardinal, Christian Kirk. Um, the offense, you know, it's been rough to start, but... There's nowhere to go but up. Rosen is, you know, developing a rapport week by week. And Larry Fitz is dealing with some lingering hamstring issues. So Christian Kirk seems to be the number one guy in the desert. Also, Robbie Anderson. Uh, 
Sam Darnold turned into Josh McGowan and found his long ball, and Robbie Anderson is one of the, the better deep threats in the league um, and connecting for a couple touchdowns. So he's more of a boom-bust play, but definitely worth a bench spot, Robbie Anderson. I have Robbie Anderson. Yeah. He went he, in one week two, two points. Week three, three points. Last week, 30 points. Yeah. Hey, Robbie, you want to call us? You know, when you're <laughs> far, far from me. The last but not least, Chester Rogers. What a funny name that is. Um, uh, out in Indy, uh, they're, they're just, they're missing bodies there. And yep. Chester Rogers, the former equipment manager, maybe, probably. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's, he's soaking up some of those targets that Eric Ebron may or may not be getting because he's also now injured. I feel bad for Indy. They just really got hit with the injury bug this year. But uh, some tight ends. CJ Uzuma, which I mentioned last week, and I'm really happy to hear that on every other podcast that spoke about him, they struggled with his name just as much as I did. Um, so I think that's it. I'm not even sure if that's right, but CJ, Cincy, tight end, pick him up. Um, also, Niles Paul, the backup tight end down in Jacksonville. Um, Austin Stavarian Jenkins has been placed on IR, at least temporarily, so Niles Paul, worth a shot. Do you feel like the parents of Austin Stavarian Jenkins really like really talk this out? Like, hey, do you want to hyphenate our names? Oh, I don't know. It's going to be a, kind of a pain on the ass on the kid. Ah, screw him. <laughs> I've never seen. I, I always wondered what two hyphenated kids when they get married. Right. Four hyphenated. Start a well, chain like, reaction of yeah. jerseys just going back to numbers. Which name are you dropping? Right. Sorry, Dad. You're yeah. out. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Quarterbacks. Jameis Winston uh, is now the starter again and available in most, most leagues. He is off his uh, mandatory vacation from the NFL. He's back. So Famous. The- Not famous for the best reasons right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Lyft drivers. Uh, Baker Mayfield also has got some very favorable matchups coming up. The Their defense is the real deal. They're leading the league in take-o- takeaways, and they're going to be handing him some very favorable field position. Baker, baby. Jeffrey's boy. Baker. And as always, if we if we haven't answered all your fantasy questions here tonight, hit us up on social. Hit us, uh, hit us up. DMs. And uh, at the Fantasy VOG or at Hughes Talking, we'll hook it up and help you win your league. Let's go. Absolutely, um, which I've never understood why people say. Also, like Jesus Murphy. There's a lot of whole things that people just started saying. I'm not really sure why. All right. Hold on. Just to wrap up that fantasy, you talked about Huck's 200-point splash. Right. That got a, could have for sure hit a quarter mil, 100 grand on daily. Oh, like on DraftKings. DraftKings, FanDuel. Yeah, Huck, that would have been a good idea. So <laughs> if you play your own fantasy In lineup. Retrospect. But hold on, hold on. If you play your own fantasy lineup that you set in your leagues, right, you could realistically probably get all those players within the salary cap. Maybe. It's yeah, pretty, sure. It's pretty real. It's not the draft. unrealistic to say. So you got to play your numbers. Put 10 bucks a Sunday and maybe spike big. Huck, maybe your guy's got it in you again. I'm going to do it. FanDuel, DraftKings. Look, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm not too involved in it, but I have dabbled. Keep in mind, it's like... With fantasy, sometimes it's like going to a casino, laying down a blackjack bet, and you come back 10 months later, you know? (laughs) Daily fantasy, it's a little more natural. All right. Now, speaking of natural, it's a pretty natural thing to want to pick or bet on the biggest game of the week. Just because, man, it's the one you're going to be watching. It's Sunday night football. But sometimes, Vegas really nails it with the line. And that's where I'm struggling this week, okay? I would love to tell you, uh, you know, New England, Kansas City, obviously the game of the week. I think the line's perfect. Three and a half. It's really tough. I like New England to win the game. Again, New England at home over pretty much anyone. You're looking at like 80, 80% in the last like 15 years. Now, can't see beat him last year. Andy Reid knows how to beat Belichick's offense. However, Tom's got all his weapons and they're looking good too. So, you can still have fun. Just pick props. Woo! We love props. We saw a bunch of our Look Who's Talkers like our props picks that we give out on Instagram, at Hughes Talking. So I'm going to give you a couple props. Don't know the numbers yet. They have not been released, but I'm willing to bet they're not enough. We're going with long pass over. I believe it'll be about 48 and a half yards because we got some long bombers, Tommy and uh, Patrick Mahomes. Tyreek Hill's going to break one. Even Kelsey can break a tackle. Gronk can get it breaking a tackle. Someone's going to get a 50-yard pass. Josh it might be Gordon. Josh Gordon, even Akeem Hunt. Take that long pass. And I'm also taking both tight ends over in either yards or receptions, whatever you can get your hands on. If it's under seven receptions, take it, okay? Six, that's fine. 
Uh, but more importantly, yards. Anything that's over 70 yards, take over Gronkowski and over Kelsey. Both defenses struggle covering tight ends. Kansas City's always had a problem with Gronk. I don't think they fixed it. That's why they wanted uh, Earl Thomas. Didn't get him. Broke his leg. Sorry, bud. Uh, yes, take both tight ends over and a long pass over. Woo! If I'm really feeling something, I will give out an Instagram pick, but you got to follow us at Who's Talking, and that'll be a nice bonus pick for either the over, the under, or the money line. Also, linebacker for the Chiefs, Justin Houston, may not play. Ooh. Love wow. Love people named after cities, you know? That's because they were consummated there, right? Is that really? Is that a fact? Like, I don't that think that's sure? how he got his last name, but. First name or last name we're talking about. Is that why there's nobody named Brampton? <laughs> or Tulsa? You know? There's a lot of Dallas. There should be a lot of people named there's, Brampton. Yeah, I guess. Shout out Craig Seska yeah. playing some hockey in right. Tulsa. Yeah, there you go. And he's overseas in Romania. Probably just a lot of people named Boat Party. <laughs> we got Look Who's Talkers everywhere, folks. Don't forget. Yeah. Look Who's Talkers and uh, Weird Micaholics. Uh, all right. Everyone's favorite section, baby. Moving into our news that doesn't matter. The voice of God. All right. Thank you, Jeffrey. News that doesn't matter each and every week. Starting it off again with a crazy headline out of Miami. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but Antonio Brown held an impromptu estate sale. Um, <laughs> he was Antonio Brown, uh, as if the Steelers season couldn't get any crazier, but he was named in a lawsuit as the culprit after a number of items were thrown out of his 14th floor condo window. No way. His balcony I did uh, not, crashing to the ground. I did not see that. Yeah, some of which included vases, vases, <laughs> an ottoman, uh, and other pieces of furniture. And a lot of these objects reportedly fell dangerously close to an old man and his 22-month-old grandson. Dear Lord. Yeah. Li literally. Yeah. What <laughs> What are you doing, A.B.? Come on, man. Also, is it vases or vases? Or just vase <laughs> with apostrophe? Uh, I don't know. Let us know, folks. Leslie! We'll get Leslie on it. Yeah, we'll figure that one out. Stats. But, uh, yeah, A.B., just put that shit on Kijiji. Come yeah. on, man. Don't be hurting old men and you know, hey, endangering toddlers. Business is booming. But... <laughs> Uh, moving on, Jason Witten. I think we can all agree, you know, he's he's slowly working out the kinks of his broadcast career. He's not quite that, you know, instant star or entertainment value that uh, Tony Romo had. Um, but yeah, some interesting commentary uh, on Monday night. You know, calling the Saints game. Um, Taysom Hill, the backup QB. I don't know if you guys have seen him a bit much, but they've uh, NFL Swiss Army knife. Exactly. Yeah, very talented, very athletic kid. He like, runs like a four two or something insane. Um, white QB, and yeah, the guy just can do a he lot. He ran a 4-2 and he's white? Yeah. Whoa. Something, something <laughs> close to that. Uh, but yeah, the guy's, you know, got lots of talent, so they've been, you know, they've been putting him into different red zone situations, and, you know, really, so, you know, Witten was just fired up about, you know, how he's really expanded his role, and he chose this way to describe him, saying that his package continues to grow and grow, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Wish you could probably have that one back as if he wasn't getting roasted enough on Twitter to begin with. But uh, Witten's going to kink himself out of the booth there, man. He just might. He just might. He sounds constipated watching a football game. It's not easy. I, I Good on you. Live broadcasting, not easy. But not for everyone either. Um, no. But, um, another crazy one. You guys hear about Eli Manning and Lil Wayne? Tell me. Yeah, well, uh, Lil Wayne, uh, for some reason, joined OBJ for his press his yeah, post game saw press that. conference. Saw that. Um, they're boys, you know, I guess, and hanging out. So reporters, uh, you know, so obviously it's it's very famous if you haven't seen it or heard it already. But OBJ, you know, he he called out, you know, sort of coaching, uh, you know, indirectly sort of talking about you know quarterback play not being good enough. Yeah, uh, didn't put a lot of self out but he also threw you know like a 56 yard touchdown to Saquon so that was pretty cool it was a weird interview it was almost like he was talking to his therapist he was all soft and stuff and like yeah, you know like they did cover two schemes man I just feel like we're like what are you what's happening you're on a football team yeah you can't do this yeah so I mean anyways he's he's not going anywhere he's been paid but reporters asked Eli after the game about uh, OBJ's comments to which you responded I don't know I don't want I don't watch too much little Wayne so I miss most of it <laughs> So, you know, Lil, Way Lil Wayne's not taking this lane down. For, right. Know, disrespect. N mispronouncing his name. And, you know, not Willie's on the Carter Five hype tour. Right. Just killing it. So, uh, you know, he, Lil Wayne fired back and said, you don't need to watch, but listen if you could. You probably need to the way you've been playing. <laughs> so I, I really hope this escalates. It's all it is. We'll keep you posted on social um, should this, you know, blow up even further. 
Right. I really hope it does. Put it on the chart of uh, feuds nobody saw coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wayne's dropping a mixtape about Eli. Yeah. He's oh, all God. over They're, the NFL right now. He had a halftime piece. Those are um, those are garbage. Those Thursday night no the Monday night halftime the, yeah the commercial Hyundai free Genesis, halftime it's awful yeah it's like it's awkward and oh, not live starring it's, Little Wayne it's not live and they uh, say it's commercial Charlotte, free it's awful Hyundai Genesis no one wants that anyways a couple uh, little random news to close it out um, last Thursday night game the Pats Colts um, apparently Colts offensive lineman Matt Slauson played the entire second half with a broken spine so yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um, early in the third quarter, he broke two vertebrate um, and, you know, obviously felt some pain, but just kind of kept playing through it. And apparently, yeah, like one random play, tackle, wrong twist, could have been in a wheelchair. So um, good thing that didn't happen. Uh, you know, he'll be out for a little while, but right. rest up, Matt Slauson. You're, uh, you know, big beauty move, playing the, half the game with a broken back. So good on you. You're a goddamn beauty. And last but not least, maybe least, um, Calvin Ridley has braces. I didn't know. <laughs> he just got. He just. He's got a you know big old train tracks. Not some like Invisalign. Not some ideal looking things. And you know I'm assuming this isn't a fashion statement, but more of an indictment on the U.S. healthcare system. Adult braces are a real thing. Our buddy Lee had them. And medical <laughs> coverage. I think it's just you know. Yeah, I think it's, it's unfortunate. I think it, this may have been the first time in his life he was able to fix it. So you know what you. you you know, it's a good thing you're balling out and have way more touchdowns than Julio Quintoris Jones this year. But yeah, I think adult pra- adult braces are just like it's just like traffic. You just gotta tell yourself, hey, I'll get through it <laughs> one day. It'll be better days ahead. Yeah, I love you, Lee. Um, all right, that was the news. It doesn't matter. Um, look, just a couple thoughts. The first of all, something's wrong with Andrew Luck. Okay, even though he's playing great, hers got four thousand dollars on him. Uh, That's messed up. But something's wrong with his arm. He's throwing so much short passes. It, it's admitted there's an injury. But I think it's going to have more of an effect on the rest of the season than than uh, you think. I think def- if I can see it, teams are really going to start scheming around it. And he's going to struggle as the year goes on unless that shoulder gets better. One thing, too, uh, Drew Brees' record. Very impressive. Tons of passing yards, especially for a small guy who tore his rotator cuff. I've also had major shoulder surgery. Okay? It's tough. I can barely reach for a glass. But with my operated on arm, it's okay. The, op- the shoulder that needs operation, my left, yeah, I, I, I can't uh, throw past 10 yards. I couldn't throw to Huck right now. Um, but, yeah, as far as the record's concerned, some records are great. That one was one of them. But, I mean... There's some that aren't that good. Drew Brees uh, had a record a couple years ago for most consecutive games throwing one touchdown. It was like, okay, that's like not, you know. That shouldn't be recorded. But it was. It was like a big deal. People have a, less of a filter for more important awards and records. They just, the TV wants the record so bad, so it they just anoint stats. it. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I've heard a lot this week. Pat, it's a passing game now. All these young quarterbacks, if they just stay healthy for 15, 16 years, they're going to break all these records anyway. That's true. The record that stands out to me, and I know I'm a big Far fan, is the consecutive games played by a quarterback, especially in an era where you could actually just destroy the quarterback. He played for almost 19 straight seasons, never missing a game. Uh, It was 321 games straight, including playoffs. For some reason, for the record, NFL's stupid. They don't include playoffs, just like Drew Brees' record the other night. That doesn't include the playoff yards or Brady's right so it's just dumb he already has 571 Farmer always touchdowns. said that like why would you 71 not right playoff touch he almost has Tom Brady he almost has dub- he almost has what Favre and Manning have combined yeah I mean why would you not include the playoffs it's the most important games everyone's playing it's just stupid anyway that's why when they took out Eli last year it was just a crime the closest one to Favre right now is Philip Rivers at 209 games uh, that's quite a distance away. He's got eight kids. He'll probably retire before that. Anyway, also like Cal Ripken's record, he played baseball for like 30 years straight. That's amazing. That's a lot of Farvin baseball games. Okay, even though there's too many Farvin timeouts. Wayne Gretzky, 50 goals, 39 games. These are awesome records. If they're ever broken, I'd love it. All right. Uh, that was fun this week, folks. Good we- to have everybody back. Absolutely. Nice yeah, to be baby. back on home soil. Happy Thanksgiving. And uh, get your Halloween costumes now or else be wearing a Smedium and you're an XL. <laughs> Been there. The, the opposite works for me. I need the Smedium. So do you. Woo! See you later. Ladies and gentlemen. C5. Oh! Wing time. Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo!
What the fuck though? Where the love go? Five, four, three, two, I let one go. Wow, get the fuck though. I don't bluff, bro. Aiming at your head like a buffalo. You're a roughneck. I'm a cutthroat. You're a tough guy. That's enough jokes. Then the sun died. The night is young though.